Welcome back to the Pushing Through Loss podcast, where we share stories, honor resilience, and embrace strength. I am Kalila Green Siciliano, and it is my honor to begin the journey with you. I have with me today a friend who I recently met who I absolutely adore. Um, Chris and I met through a class that we're both in, and we became like pod cohorts. And I'm so grateful to be able to understand where you're coming from and the processes that you have for being able to help other people capture their memories. Because as we were just talking about, everything deserves to be remembered, even the hard parts. And so I'd like to welcome Chris. Thank you so much for being here. That's such a sweet introduction and welcome. Thank you, Kalila. It's my honor and my pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. (laughs) First, tell me a little bit about what you do, because I think that will explain a little bit more about why I wanted you to come on. Oh, thank you, Kalila. Okay. Um, I am not a professional photographer. I've been referred to as a lot of things. One of my favorite nicknames is a legacy maker. And it's because I love preserving the parts of your captured stories that you'd want to live with and carry on and specifically photos and video stories and the many digital and non-digital places that that they can live (laughs) and in our homes and in our spaces. And uh, so bottom line, I kind of serve a rainbow of either managing and organizing and digitizing and protecting them to making, you know, legacy albums or wall galleries that help you just honor the best parts of your life story that we're blessed to have in picture form. So that's so, the nutshell. <laughs> I, I love that. And I love the fact that somebody called you a legacy. What was it? Maker, a, legacy a legacy maker. maker. I think that's, that's just that's, like the perfect term. I love that. It just, it felt like a warm hug. And so totally, I, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> and I think that it's so interesting because in the world of digital media, we've gone from at least when, when probably you and I were kids to having yeah. everything in physical form. Sure. I mean, I remember the first time I came to Orlando with my parents and we went to Disney and I think I took an entire roll of film just on the um the, right. the jungle cruise yeah. and then my mom was like do you know how expensive this is and now <laughs> I'm like oh I could take pictures of everything all the time and there's like an unlimited amount of memory but then what do you do with that I know it it is definitely and and I think that not to avoid your question but even deeper is why do we take them in the first place right there's an emotional response, right? right? And when you're a parent or, you know, responsible for somebody, a caregiver, whether they're younger or older than us, there's that added layer of just honoring them and wanting to capture something really special so that, right. you know, you never know one day this, this photo just might be the thing that gets me through, or it might just might be the thing that makes them feel so loved and celebrated. (laughs) 100%. I I even like every year, my kids always ask to look at our wedding video. And this year was a little bit harder because we've lost a lot of people recently. And so I I was looking at it like, wow, that person's not here anymore. And that person's not here anymore. And, and I'm so grateful that I can have that captured to say we had such a good time and they were a part of my life. That is so true. Honestly, taking a photo for me is an act of gratitude and Mm. appreciation. And I think that's true for many people. Now we have some utilitarian purposes for taking a photo, like remembering where we parked at the airport for when we return, (laughs) you know, or where was that parking spot in this massive place? Uh, Disney World is no exception. Nope. (laughs) 
Yes. Um, but those are the things that it's really important to to clean out once its function yes. has been served. Yes. You're like, oh yeah, I don't need to remember that anymore. That's fine. But I, yeah. I think that's a great segue because I I think in terms of pregnancy loss, sometimes it's so difficult to look back at the pictures of your growing belly and and then realize that that baby is not here. but yet it's so important. So I know that you specifically haven't gone through your own pregnancy loss, but you can speak to witnessing other people having to go through that. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. You just gave me full body chills. Um, okay. So everybody has experienced one kind of loss or another, but this is a very, very unique, special, I don't know if that's the best word to use, but very specific loss. And I, one of the things that I do is I either take photos for somebody and make a tribute album or celebration album, or I honor those who want to learn how to do it themselves. And one woman, one client of mine, I haven't seen her in many years, um, came to, to me for support and love, not necessarily to get help from me, but to have a safe space to actually craft her own tribute album for the pregnancy that she lost. And this was not her first child and it was her children's loss and her husband's loss too, not just her own, as you, I know, understand. And it was very humbling to not only know that she was willing to receive support to, to sit and, and to help with some of the logistics of, you know, making the page happen when the emotions make kind of paralyze you sometimes with decision-making, you know, decision paralysis is a thing regardless of whether you're in loss or not. Totally. And especially in grief, you can just sit there and just want to rip up the pictures, but it's it's something that if it's helpful for the future, maybe keep them around and create that memory. Yes. And, and everybody's story is going to unfold in their own time. And so most importantly, I didn't want her to leave that, that session with me feeling pressure to complete it. I wanted her to feel relief from actually starting it because, um, there were tears, there were tears. And, um, and I, I was a little surprised at how quickly she wanted to dive into this project because for some people it needs to time, more time needs to pass again. And everybody's process is different, but I think her motive, her biggest motive was she wanted something for her children who all had a baby book of their own right. and not all moms can say that. So I'm not here to serve mom guilt for those of you who've done <laughs> child number one and not anybody else, please. It happens. Let me tell you, you're not alone and we can fix that. (laughs) But um, I think her urgency was just to have something to show and a tool because an album, a photo album is definitely, um, for me, it's like a secret weapon. It helps battle, you know, depression and it it helps remember what's special and and it's it's a healing process to actually craft one, even if you're not working with loss, because just we all need to process our emotions and to assign them value and to honor them and not to feel ashamed for anger or resentment or just bitterness. Um, and, and just sometimes by pulling it out of your head in a, I don't know if there are any Harry Potter fans listening, but in, in a Dumbledore kind of way to just pull the memory out, 
and put it down in front of you sometimes gives you just a little bit of a more global view on it and realizing, you know what, we did the best we knew, or he did the best he could, or she did the best she did. And what did this baby teach me? What did, what gifts did this baby give us? Oh, look at, look at the memories we made while preparing, you know, and, and again, everybody's going to receive what they can when they're ready. But I would say my urgency would be if you're not ready, make sure they're in a safe place and they're protected and they're backed up so that when you are ready to revisit them, you can. And if a spouse or somebody equally close to you needs them before you can deal with them, then you can say, okay, here's a link to my, here's my, here's a Google album. You can access it. I'm not ready yet, but here you can save a copy for yourself and you can, um, meet your own personal needs in your own time, you yeah. plural. And I think that that goes to understanding like scrapbook in general, because there's a lot of people who say, I want to keep things from my time in the hospital, or I want to keep a little memento. If it was an earlier loss to say like, you know, a date on the calendar or a physical representation. And, and then you say, but but am I keeping this for the wrong reason? And and all that mm. mom guilt goes in there that you're like, is this weird? Is this wrong? None of it's wrong and everything no. is okay to keep. And it's no. also okay that it takes a long time to process that. But I know people that have stuff from being in the hospital and they put it into a box and they just put it away for a while because yes. they can't process it. And like you said, right. but maybe for your current children, if you have some or your partner or mm -hmm. even grandparents to say, mm -hmm. if you want to go through it, and you yes. need to process it in a different time than I do. Yeah. That's okay also. And it's there for you. Yes. And possibly just allowing a trusted soul to digitize it in the meantime, while it's in that mm -hmm. box so that you don't feel like if they leave the house with that box, it might it's not gone. ever come back, right. you know, just kind of give yourself that digital logistical support. Right. Um, and, and it, it, it matters who you give it to, you know, don't give it to somebody who just doesn't, you know, you know, just listen to your heart. Yeah. But don't give it to somebody who doesn't understand what that means to you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause like we said before, um, before we actually really started recording and yeah. I said, there's some pictures that I, it's, it was really hard for me to look at even from while I was still pregnant that. I, it was, it was a really joyful time with my family. My husband had said, you know, it's the end of the summer, take the kids away for a few days. And we live in a place where everybody comes to vacation. So we've got plenty of hotels and plenty of pools and all that. Yeah. So I said, great, let's go. And and that was while I was still pregnant. So yeah. I remember even just after it happened, going through my pictures, it, there was a very clear marker of like, I don't want to go beyond this picture and see before, because it's, it's too hurtful right now. It's too painful. But but now I'm so grateful that I can have those pictures because that vacation was a lot of fun. And yes. it was three days where my kids and I were having a blast at the pool and hanging out and they were going on water slides. And I was looking from the bottom, like making sure they were okay. And it was sort of that start of independence for my youngest. And so there were a lot of really important memories that go with it, even though there's also this painful one of, oh, right, I was yeah. still pregnant. 
Yeah, there's that that particular truth among the other ones. Right. You know, the fact that you're sharing this and the fact that it was so recent for you. I mean, the year is a blink, you know, right. it's dropping the bucket. The fact that you're doing that and you're you're able to see some of the blessings um already um is not only a wonderful um, and good. And it shows healing for you and your family. It also gives those who are dealing with that very, very real pain permission to look forward to a day where if, or maybe it's tomorrow, you never know, but just planting the seed that there are other blessings among that pain. Right. Yeah. And sometimes they're really hard to see. I know, you know, it, it, like you said, a year is a blink of an eye in the grand scheme of things, but at the same time, days felt like months and months felt like years. And when you're going through that grief, that's one of the reasons why in my workbook, I have Mm. a calendar that you can separate each day and say in the morning, maybe I felt really horrible, but by the afternoon I had something that uplifted me a little bit or vice versa. But when you look back on it in grief and you, you can't separate one moment from the next, it becomes a very long time. And to be able to even put a picture with a date is so important to say, oh, right. On that date, I did this. And that was, that brought me joy. That's okay. Yes. Yes. And you know what, um, for anybody who finds themselves like in kind of that hamster wheel of looking at the painful pictures, because I, cause I've had clients who just couldn't stop looking at like, um, a parent. I had one client who walked me through all of the sick pictures of her mother. And I said to her, I was like, are you sure this is helping you? And are you sure your mom would want me to see these? Because your mom it's a beautiful human and you have such beautiful photos of her on mm. frames in your space. Is this helping you? Because like, I understand you need to, for a certain degree, but then sometimes we it's, it's habit building and one little, if you're willing to invite the thought of fun, one little fun thing you might be able to do that won't cost you anything would just be in the, in the spirit of maybe a habit tracker where you're doing something, you know, to check on yourself every day is take a picture of something you like or love every day. That's a great idea. And like, I'll give you an example, and this is going to seem so random, but I love to garden. I didn't know I could garden. I thought that was something (laughs) my grandmother did. I definitely can't. So more power Uh, to you for realizing that. I feel like my grandmother's with me again. I lost her. I lost her a long time ago, but I still hear her giggle in my mind. (laughs) And um, she just had this laugh that made everybody in the crowd laugh, even if you didn't, they didn't know what the joke was, you know, that kind of infectious laughter. Well, her green thumb was something pretty phenomenal. And I've got these back mason steps from the backyard. You open the gate, go down these masonry steps to the driveway. And uh, that's how I take my dog out to walk her every day. And one day, one of my morning glory seeds had apparently migrated. And it's growing out of these bricks, these brick papers. I love that. It you reminds can't. me so much of, of inner resilience where like yeah. things will grow. Yes. And, and I, and my husband said, Oh, 
you missed a weed. I was like, that's not a weed. That's a morning right. glory. He's like, well, are you going to move it? I was like, no, I'm going to just see what it wants to do. Do you know that thing has kicked out a few dozen blooms? Just wow. And I could have, and it's, I can, there's plenty of space to walk around it. I'm just letting it do what it wants to do. And so that could be an example of something that just amuses you is just right. progression. And it's almost like your grandmother saying hi of being like, I'm still here. Look, I'm just, just say hi to me every morning. It's all good. Just thought I'd pop in and let you know, we don't just have to grow over by the deck. We can grow over here too. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, it's, it's funny that you say that because finding meaning in the little things and finding those messages, I feel like also helps so much. And if you can capture that moment, it, it just makes it that much more real. Right. So after I lost the baby, I saw butterflies everywhere all the time. I don't know why I had never, we had moved to Florida, um, a year and a half or so before I had lost the baby. And I I never really noticed butterflies. Yes or no. We see birds all the time. We see lizards Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden butterflies were everywhere. Like to the point that my kids even noticed. Yes. And, and I, it was one of those that even now, when I see a butterfly, I feel like it's the baby saying hello. Yes. And there are a lot and, of people who agree that that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. And and I yeah. wish that's like yes. the one thing I wish I could capture with my camera. But every time I see a butterfly, by the time I gra- grab my phone, it's flown away and I don't want to miss the opportunity to watch it fly. So I'm like, oh, I wish I could have captured that. But yeah. it's so nice to have that internal memory also. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's like affirming your love. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's beautiful. And, and by the way, you will get a butterfly. It just might be in a photo. It yeah. just might be a photo bomb or something that you <laughs> didn't, awesome. something you didn't expect or plan that just was even more delightful than let right. me grab my phone. <laughs> right. That's somebody that I had actually spoken to about two weeks ago. Um, he had lost his daughter as an adult mm-hmm. and he said there was a sign people he he speaks about it a lot and people know very much like there's certain things that mean a lot to him yeah. and and they were on a road trip and he was at home and somebody a friend of his sent him this picture that they took that was like the perfect representation of his daughter mm-hmm. and it just was one of those that happened to be right there where they stopped and it's oh. I feel like it's one of those moments oh. so if I can capture a butterfly I'll be like that I was supposed to capture that. Yes, you will. You will. And it'll be so much more satisfying because it didn't yes. come right away. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Those moments where you like a perfect rainbow and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And if I can capture it, great. And if not, I'm yeah. just going to hold on to that. Yeah. And if I could just come back to pictures with you for a second, um, you know, those, those ultrasound pictures, mm-hmm. those, um, from what I understand, there's some that look like 3d portraits yes. these days, especially did, as you get farther along in your pregnancy. Yeah. Well, I never had the the privilege of having any of those, but, um, don't, if, if I might just suggest whether it's something specific of the baby or memories made in preparation, whether it's, you know, painting a nursery or shopping or anything like that. Um, there's nothing wrong with putting those in an, in a folder, mm-hmm. you know, in an album. Um, I mean, digitally speaking, mm-hmm. you know, but just making sure that they're backed up so that if your phone lands in 
a pool, you know, that worse than not worried about that. Uh, you know, just let it be a matter of replacing tech instead of losing memories. Um, and if they're tangibles, which mine were, you know, just scan it or, or download an app for your smartphone to scan Mm -hmm. it if you don't have a scanner. Um, but just things like that so that there is, um, I love a tangible and a digital, but not everything needs to be tangible, you know, especially because down the road, you're going to decide like, basically I just wanted one in my album because the other ones, I couldn't tell what it was. And if I can't tell what it is, then what joys are going to give anybody else? And I'm the mother, you know, Um, but you do not have to feel the need to purge now. And that's so interesting that you say Mm -hmm. that because my therapist would always say, don't do anything, whether it's mm-hmm. moving out of state or changing, even like redoing a kitchen. Don't do anything until you can get through the initial stages of grief Sure, because you'll make rash decisions and sure. then you'll look back and you'll say, oh, why did I do that? And right. I think that speaks perfectly to keeping those right. ultrasound pictures, put them in a safe place, get them digitally stored yeah. and make sure that you can then come back to them if you want to. Don't, exactly. don't give yourself the option that you have nothing left. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, I got started in business because I had a fire in my garage mm-hmm. and that was the little wake up call it took for me to say, these things have got to be replaceable. Right. You know, what good's insurance if I lose my wedding album? Okay. Right. What good is insurance if it can't replace the most important things? Okay. Right. Not humans, but you know what I'm saying, right? right. The everything. Well, that's like what they always say in a fire. What would you be able to grab? Yes. Right. And it used to be like, you have a stack, like you were in um, Cinderella and you were the mouse trying to pick up all the oh. pieces of corn with your yes. photo album. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, like I look at, at my parents' pictures and I'm like, how would I even start? I, I, or yeah. And so the fact that you can digitize these things and that you can store them in the cloud for however long you'd like makes mm-hmm. it so much easier and so much mm-hmm. more accessible to say, okay, I'm putting this away for now. And when I'm mm-hmm. ready, mm-hmm. I'll come back to it. And maybe yeah. that'll wait tomorrow, but maybe. maybe it won't. And maybe it'll be a year, two years, whatever it is down the road. Yes. But to remove pressure and worry from yourself is definitely the key. And if, if somebody is feeling a little bit stronger and like they are like their heart is saying, okay, it's time to do something. Um, I do have a little freebie that I can make sure that you have the link for, for that'd be amazing for your audience. It's for anybody. It's not geared specifically at loss. It's Mm -hmm. geared, uh, towards the, I don't know where to start because (laughs) I might have things in 10, 20 different directions. So, um, it, you know, you, it's a, not a one size fits all, but it's a one size fits all start, (laughs) (laughs) which is important (laughs) knowing where to start is key. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, there is the offer for additional support that comes with that. So I just, I just, please remind me and I'll make sure I give you the link for that. Yes. We'll make sure to put it in the show notes. Perfect. Good. Amazing. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being able to share your experiences and capturing people's memories and, and the importance of not doing anything in that, that initial stage of grief. Yeah. I think that's one of the best ways we can give ourselves self-compassion and self-care is to allow ourselves the timing that is unique to each individual. Yeah. 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 
Thank you for letting me share our conversation with you, Kalila. You have become so important to me so fast. Oh, that <laughs> means very, so much. I, I really, like when we were put in those pods, I was like, like oh, <laughs> that was a divine appointment. That totally. absolutely was. Totally. I'm so grateful. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate you being here and I look forward to seeing what else that you can create. Oh, and likewise. Thank and I'll be cheering you. for you every step of the way as you're bringing Oh, that's the you, best. Honey. Thank yes. you. Thank you for joining me today on Pushing Through Loss. I hope this episode has provided support, understanding, and a sense of community for those who've experienced pregnancy loss. Remember, you are not alone in your journey and there is strength within you to face the challenges that come your way. If you found value in today's episode, please consider sharing it with others who may benefit. Together, we can help each other heal and activate our inner strength warriors. Stay tuned for more empowering conversations. And until next time, you got this. Thank you.